The following is a message from the pulpit of Parkside Baptist Church in Mesquite, Texas, led by Pastor Mike Wells. Thank you. Thank you very much. Why don't you go ahead and have a seat? Thank you. I am so glad you're here this evening. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, I think as I conclude preaching here this week, I will have preached uh, 58 different sermons from uh, at this church. And uh, I enjoy this church. I love this church. Uh, I love Brother Wells. I look out and see so many friends, I, I, not just acquaintances, not dear friends that I've known for years and years and years. Uh, I want to keep things moving along here. I'm looking forward to hearing Brother Smith preach. Uh, I would say I'll apologize to you. I'm not sure that what I'm about to do is, is uh, necessarily preach. I, uh, maybe it's preach slash testimony for a moment if I could. Um, but I think, if, if you'll let me, I think I could help you tonight. I'd like for you to take your Bibles and turn to Isaiah chapter number 42. Isaiah chapter number 42. When you arrive there, I'd like for you to find verse number 1. Isaiah 42, verse number 1. I'm going to ask if you would, would you stand with me while I read the scripture? We'll do this out of reverence to the word of God. Isaiah chapter number 42, I'm going to start reading verse 1. It says, Behold my servant, whom I uphold, mine elect, and whom my soul delighteth. I put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth, and the isles shall wait for his law. Let me pray. Father, help us tonight. Lord, it's sure been good. We've heard good music. There's been fellowship. Uh, we've been encouraged. But Father, unless you reach down from heaven and do something supernatural we would be just a bunch of human beings walking around greeting each other so tonight I ask that thy Holy Spirit would dominate everything that's said but then not only everything that's said everything that's heard may our, our perceptions be tuned into the Holy Spirit God change us tonight make us better do something lasting and eternal please and we pray in Jesus name amen you may have a seat there I want to point something out to you very quickly if I could in verse number four in this passage of scripture I really do believe it is probably in reference to Jesus Christ and it says there he shall not fail I've got good news for you our Savior is not going to fail he never has failed he never will fail he won't let you down. He's never let me down. If I could, I like I said, this might be a bit of a testimony, but I, I'm going to call this tonight this. I've never been disappointed in him. I've never been disappointed in him. And folks, I think we know this. This life is full of disappointments. This life is full of insecurities. Uh, we're all sinners. Hey, sinners disappoint each other. I don't know if you realize it, but sinners disappoint themselves. I think one of the things that I can't wait for when it, when it, in regard to getting to heaven, you know, Brother Wells, when I get to heaven, I'm not going to be able to let God down anymore. 
I get tired of telling him I'm sorry. I get tired of needing to confess. Brother Jack, one of these days I'll get to heaven. He'll give me that glorified body and he'll say, Jeff, I took care of all that for you. But sinners disappoint God. Sinners disappoint one another. Uh, Isaiah 42 verse number 4 tells us this though. Jesus will never disappoint us. He'll never disappoint us. Now see, I disappointed him, but he's never disappointed me. I've let him down, but he's never let me down. I've forgotten him at times, but he's never forgotten me. I'm sorry to say I've forsaken him at times, but he has never forsaken me. I've turned away from him, but he's never turned away from me. I've hurt him, he's never hurt me. I've come up short on more than one occasion for my Savior, but he's never come up short on me, not one single time. I've failed to meet his needs. He has never failed to meet mine. I'm sure I've cheated him out of things, but he's never cheated me out of anything. I've quit on him. He's never quit on me. I've unjustly judged him at the midnight hour. He's never unjustly judged me. I've given him less than my best on more than one occasion, but he's never given me anything but the very, very best. I'll tell you something. I, I think we ought to try our best not to disappoint him. I think we ought to try our best not to disappoint each other. I think the fact is, though, we're going to have to face it. We're going to disappoint one another. We're going to disappoint him. And I'm not giving up on mankind in any way, shape, or form. I hear people say, I'll never trust another human being again. I think that would be a terrible, weak, and empty, hopeless way to live. I'd rather trust and get burned every once in a while than not to trust. But I will tell you this. I know who I serve. And I would say to everybody in here, if you want to last a long time at this thing of serving God you better remember who you serve. You better remember who you serve because if you get your eyes on people, they will disappoint you. By the way, just like you have disappointed people. I call the sermon, if you will, I've never been disappointed in him. We may be disappointed in man, but not in him. The Bible says there in Isaiah 64, 6, but we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags and we all do fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. Folks, let's just face it, we're sinners. Mankind may disappoint us. Mankind disappoints us in being evil. Mankind disappoints us in being heartless sometimes. I'm amazed at how heartless people can be. I mean, even what we'd call fundamental Baptists. Mankind can disappoint us by being hateful. And mankind disappoints us by being ruthless. And mankind disappoints us by being hurtful. And mankind disappoints us by not showing mercy. And mankind disappoints us with mankind's stinginess and our self-centeredness and our lack of forgiveness and our spitefulness and how unpredictable. And, and sometimes you just can't, can't count on mankind. Mankind disappoints us by being vengeful and unforgiving and greedy and self-serving and wicked and lustful and disobedient. Mankind becomes undependable at times. 
Well, I want to tell you something. I thank God that while mankind may disappoint us, I have never been disappointed in my God. I'll be real honest, and I hope you don't mind a little bit of honesty. If my ministry depended on people, I would have quit a long time ago. And the times that I've been closest, closest to quitting is when I was watching people. My daddy is a pastor and uh, founded the Trinity Baptist Church of Elizabethtown, Kentucky. He's been there about 40 years. When dad was a kid, he had his eye put out. He's only got one eye. He's got a glass eye. Boy, I remember one day I asked my dad, I said, Dad, how do you last so long in the ministry? And with a little bit of humor, he said, I always keep my eye on the Lord and I heard my dad say that over and over and over again any minute you won't quit if you keep your eyes on the Lord but if you get to looking at me and I get to looking at you too much, much folks we'll disappoint each other but I have good news I, I, I can testify he has never let me down never one time Oh, let me tell you something. Hey, he never disappoints me. He's never been evil toward me. He's never been heartless toward me. He's never been hateful toward me. He's never been ruthless toward me. He's never been hurtful toward me. He's never shown a lack of mercy. He's always forgiven. He's never been stingy with me. He's never been self-centered with me. He's never been unforgiving or spiteful or unpredictable or greedy or self-serving or wicked. He has never been lustful or disobedient or undependable. Hey, God's never let me down. He's never disappointed me. But you know, not only do you and I as human beings let each other down, let me tell you, the government may disappoint you, but God won't. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. What is that? Boy, that could be the government. My, oh, my, spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, it was the government of the, the, the day of baby Moses that uh, they decided they were going to put the boy children to death. And, and, and Moses' mama put him in a basket and, sh and, and sent him up a river where there were alligators. Why? Why would a mom feel like she needed to do that? A government had turned on her. You know, it was the government of its day that said to Daniel, you cannot pray three times a day. And when he did, they put him in the lion's den. How disappointing that a government would treat people like that and treat Christians like that. It was the government of its day that, that beat the apostles and demanded that they preach no more in Jesus' name. How disappointing. And I'm glad they said, we can't listen to you. We can't but speak what we have seen. We've got to spread his name. Well, but let's face it, folks. Our government has kicked the Bible out of our schools. How disappointing. Our government has legalized abortion. How disappointing. Our government is allowing sexual perversion to run rampant in our country. How disappointing. Our government allows the gambling and the liquor and the pornography to exist in, in, in abundance. And how disappointing is that? But I have some very good news for you. There's a new government coming. It will not be ran by a Republican. It will not be ran by a Democrat. It will not be ran by, by, by a socialist. It'll be a kingdom. 
and we're going to have Jesus as our king. And you know what's going to happen? The government's going to treat you right from that point on. But I've never been disappointed in him. People disappoint you. God won't. The government will let you down, folks. God won't. It's sad to say, but our friends may disappoint us. Obviously, those of you that have been around for a little while, you've gone through some difficult times with what you would call friends. In Psalm chapter 41, verse number 9, it says, Yea, mine own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, hath lifted up his heel against me. Our friends can break our hearts by lying to us. How disappointing. Our friends can shock us with uh, maybe the revelation of being two-faced uh, with us or about us. And, but how disappointing when it's a friend. Our friends can disappoint us by forsaking us. How disappointing. Our friends can disappoint us by lying to us or deceiving us or cheating us. How disappointing. I'm reminded of what Jesus went through. Judas would have been acting as a friend. And Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. It was Saul that turned on David and Gomer that turned on Hosea. And, and you've been disappointed by friends, and I have. We've been hurt deeply and, and wounded and shocked. But I will tell you this. I have never been disappointed with the ultimate friend of my life. And what a friend I have in Jesus. My friends may let me down, but Jesus never has. My government may let me down, but God has never let me down. The people on this world, they'll let you down. They'll break your heart. But I've got good news for you. You've got a God, and He never fails. He won't let you down. We may be disappointed by family. Family can let you down. Our human families, they, they can disappoint us. Job chapter 2, verse number 9, it says, Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. Job was going through the toughest time a man had ever gone through. He was under attack by Satan, and he was suffering. And his wife said, Curse God and die. Now, you can analyze that any way you want. That would not encourage me if that was said to me by my wife. Now, she said to me before, I think I'm going to kill you, but she's never said, curse God and die. <clears throat> Listen, families can disappoint us, and I'm sorry for that, but it is a reality of life. Families can disappoint. Your husband may have disappointed you and let you down. Let me tell you something. I've never been disappointed in him. Your wife may disappoint you. She may break your heart. But I've never been disappointed in him. Your mother may have disappointed you. Maybe your mother betrayed you in some way. But God's never betrayed you. Your father may have disappointed you. Maybe he hurt you in some way. But I have never been disappointed in my heavenly father. Your son may have disappointed you. He may have crushed your heart, but God will not let you down. Your daughter may have turned on you. Who knows what's happened among, among those that would be considered part of your family, but God won't let you down. Your family members may have stolen from you and disappointed you and hurt you deeply, and it's a sad fact of this life. I wish everybody got along with everybody, but that doesn't happen. It hasn't happened since Cain and Abel. It's not going to happen and it, until Jesus gets back, so when family lets you down you say how am I going to get through this keep your eyes on Jesus Christ he will not let you down I had a family member when when I was a younger man uh, my grandfather was a wealthy man and he was going to leave a large part of his inheritance to me 
And I had made the mistake of telling one of my family members what I was going to do with it, and it had everything to do with the church and the gospel. And that family member got my grandfather to turn on me, and they wrote me completely out of the will. It broke my heart. I wasn't going to do anything bad. I was going to do something good. The entire inheritance was retracted, and guess who it went to? <laughs> that fine uncle that helped me along the way. But you know what? God's never taken anything from me unless it was good for me to be taken. God's never let me down. Your family may hurt you. They may disappoint you. There's probably somebody under the sound of my voice where some family member virtually gave up on you. They said, I never want to see you again. I never want to talk to you again. I don't want anything to do with you again. Let me tell you something. Your heavenly Father will never treat you that way. He will never treat you that way. You may be disappointed by family. Don't you think that it was disappointing when Cain turned on Abel? Don't you think Adam and Eve had a pretty tough time with what had taken place? You say, what kept them from cracking up? They kept their eyes on the great God of the sky. You've got to keep your eyes on Jesus. Why? Hey, our families could disappoint us, but I've never been disappointed in Him. Our government may disappoint us, but I've never been disappointed in him. Our friends may disappoint us, but I've never been disappointed in him. People in general will disappoint you, but I've never been disappointed in him. Churches may disappoint you, but, but I've never been disappointed in Jesus. Revelation chapter 3, verse 14 and 15, it says, And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea is right, these things saith the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. This is the church of Laodicea, a disappointment to God. Later on in the scripture, just a few verses later, God says, I'll puke you up. You make me sick at my stomach. Might as well face it, folks. Churches are going to disappoint you. I'm not happy about it. I'm just being a realist. Brother Smith, you travel. They can let us down. Church I used to associate with at one time, believe the old-time gospel, believe the old-time way, disappointed me greatly. They used to have a soul-winning program. They stopped it. They used to have some standards. They gave them up. They used to have church three times a week. They're down to one service a week. I was crushed. I thought, what are you thinking? Church I used to associate with at one time, fundamental to the core, King James Bible. Now, it's the Bible of the week. Whatever. It's all the same, they say. It's not all the same. The church I respected very highly in the past dropped the term Baptist from their name. I was so disappointed. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not Baptist because it's something I prefer. I'm Baptist by conviction. A church I preached for for years had turned and now have turned to contemporary music. My heart was broken. A church I loved and admired since I was a kid preacher shut its bus ministry down and said this. This is what the pastor told me. It's not worth it. I said, do you understand the value of one soul? Do you understand that? It crushed me. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry that we watch churches go astray. I wish they wouldn't. Some of you, if you're not careful, though, you'll watch that church go astray, and it'll get you off track. You say, well, how, preacher? Get your eyes on Jesus Christ. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And let me tell you something. Every church in this country changed. Don't you change. God's not changing. The New Testament church is not changing. But some of you gray hairs, it's disappointing, isn't it? Or some of you no hairs. <clears throat> My hair's not gray. It's silver. Learn your colors. My hair makes me look like I'm 90. I'm not. I'm, I'm 89. <laughs> hey, people will disappoint you. The government will disappoint you. Our friends will disappoint us. Our families will disappoint us. Churches will disappoint us. And I'm embarrassed to say it, but preachers will disappoint you. Yeah. I, uh, I knew a preacher that was red-hot pulpiteer. Wow, he could preach. I was, I, I was, I was preaching in the middle part of the states, and I'd heard he had resigned I went to my hotel after preaching at a conference at night. In my hotel, I went to the, the uh, kind of a, a public station, a local public station. And I looked, and there was, a, there was a, a, a commercial that came on. And I thought, I know that guy. It was that preacher. He was working for the public television station selling ostrich meat. I, I, I sat on my bed and just wept one of the finest men of God in the nation. He just quit. He just quit. <laughs> you hear about the preacher. He, pastor had an evangelist come in and preach for him. And the evangelist was pretty long-winded. And he, he preached and preached. And boy, every time somebody in the congregation would say amen, that evangelist got more confident and he kept preaching. And he kept preaching and he kept preaching. I mean, really long-winded. Now, every time somebody would say amen, he'd just keep on preaching because he's feeling pretty good about the whole thing. He said, I got it. I got, I'm on a roll. And so it wasn't long. The host pastor thought, good gravy. We're going to be here all night. So the guy would say something, and the host pastor would say, amen, Pharaoh. The guy kept on preaching. A little later on, the home pastor said, amen, Pharaoh. Finally, the evangelist shut her down, and they were on the way home and going by McDonald's to have a sandwich after church. And the, the evangelist said, Preacher, we had a good service tonight, but what do you mean by saying, Amen, Pharaoh? He said, I was saying, let my people go. <laughs> you need to remember that. Don't say it out loud. Say it under your breath. Hey, preachers will disappoint you. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 10, the Bible says, For Demas hath forsaken me. And the truth is, Demas was traveling as a preacher with Paul, and he quit. He had forsaken. And in that particular case, it says, Having loved this present world, he departed. I hate it, but it happens. I know a preacher who I think was one of the greatest pulpiteers in the early 80s. He could not control himself morally. He messed up his life. And how disappointing because of what God could have done with him. 
I know a preacher that was a fundamentalist, but he started running with a wishy-washy, half-in, half-out crowd, and now he runs with the very crowd that he used to preach against. How disappointing. I'm, I'm going to say something here. I was with a pastor, and this is what he, he, he said to me. He said, I'm getting out of fundamentalism. I'm disappointed and I'm disgusted with fundamentalism. I'm getting out. And I said, sir, if you want to be disgusted with some fundamentalists, you may. But there's nothing wrong with fundamentalism. All it is is the old-time religion. It is the fundamentals of the Bible, and you're copping out on Jesus. We may let you down, but God's never let you down. And the New Testament, the New Testament church has never let you down. Soul winning's never let you down. My, you know something? I've never been disappointed in him. Investments will disappoint you. Some of you that work in the investment world, and hey, Luke chapter 12, verse 33, it says, Sell that you have and give alms. Provide yourselves bags which wax not old. A treasure in the heavens that faileth not, where no thief approacheth, nor moth corrupteth. May I say to you, the only sure investment is with Jesus. The only place where there is no financial corruption will be in heaven. There, there will be no thieves to destroy. I, I, I knew a man that invested thousands of dollars with a Christian friend, and that Christian friend lost it all. So disappointing. Another, another man that spent his life savings, he got into a business with another Christian businessman, and everything collapsed, and they lost it all. So disappointing. Let me tell you something. When you and I invest in heaven, it's the only for sure thing. It's the only for sure thing. And you know, we invest, we invest money, but let me tell you what else. We invest time, we invest love, we invest trust and training and goodness and opportunity and faith. I'll tell you this, the world may let you down, but if you're a real Christian and you really believe the Bible, I'll promise you something, God will never let you down. Never. I, I, I'm basically done. I, I really want to get out of the road so Brother Smith can preach. I, I got lots that I could say, but I, I want to be appropriate here. But I will tell you this. Uh, I believe that you and I should work at being trustworthy as humans. I believe that we, uh, we, there's a certain amount of trust that we exercise in one another in the human race. And I'm not going to give up on you. And uh, even when you disappoint me, and, but I have to tell you, I've not become disillusioned with man because I was never illusioned in the first place. We're sinners. When you say, I'm shocked, you are. God's not. But if you want to last a long time, do what my daddy said. Keep your eye on Jesus. Really and honestly, when that preacher said to me, I'm disgusted with fundamentalism, I'm getting out, I thought, you have your eyes on the wrong things. Because you take a good long look at fundamentalism, 
It's okay. His people to make a mess of things. And we knew they were sinners in the first place. My testimony tonight is this. I have never been disappointed in him. He's not let me down. Let me pray for us. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Father, thank you for joining us today. For more audio or video content, you can visit our website at parksidebaptist.org.